Good morning, good evening, good night, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening in, wherever you're listening from. Shout out to my Spotify listenership, Apple and Google Podcasts, and YouTube if you're watching in. Thanks for giving me a reason to get dressed. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here. Be present and recognize that it's now, right now. Whether you're right now is working, flying, running, driving. Be thankful we're alive, baby. Failure can be frightening. However, as Winston Churchill reminds us, success is all about going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. This is I Will Not Lose podcast where we set out to prove everything is learned from failure and we must persevere and recognize it as one step closer to success. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Let's jump right in. All right. We got to talk about that and fuck that. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> One, two, one, two. All right, we're live. Rolling, rolling. What's up? What's right. up, man? What's going on, Tom? What's going on? What's going on? It's been man? a minute, man. Hell yeah. It's been a while. I don't like either of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got FaZe back in the building. Phase one. Legendary producer. Go producer. Goat MC. You were here before, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But we still had the green screen last time he was here. Mm-hmm. That was a while ago. That was like six, seven months ago. Maybe more. Mm, probably. I don't know. But you've been busy since then. Been very busy. Yeah, because you had just dropped Comp Slim 3. Mm. Or no, it was just about... I don't even think you had dropped Comp Slim 3 no, when we did the episode. No, because I dropped that in... um, uh, What's the sixth month? May? April? <laughs> or June. June. I can count. You guys were still... You guys were working on the album for like two years, right? Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was one until I put up that behind the scenes post and that thing said two years ago. I said, oh. Where you were working on Flowers, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised it took that long. I mean, it would have been a lot quicker if we weren't adulting, you know, having day jobs and <laughs> right. everything else that we got to do. I feel the same way. But I say, for listen, for how rarely we got to be able to get together, well, we did maybe not even a session a month, I would say. No, probably not. Probably not. And for, for how... Seldom we were able to link up. I think we got the album done in a, in a decent time. Yeah, because when when you shared that that post the other day about um, two years ago is yeah. when we did that song. Um, like right after then, I moved into my house mm-hmm. um, because we moved in on Halloween two years ago. <laughs> okay, so I was in the transition of moving. Yeah, we were already like four or five songs. In. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there was a there was a big gap in where like I was just down. And I think only one or two songs didn't make the album. It was a, I think so, a couple. Couple, yeah. So, oh, for real? I, yeah. I figured there was like 20 tracks it started with or something. Nah. Because the mean, album's like a cool half an hour. Yeah. So There, there was going to be more cuts, but I saved a couple. There, there was a couple songs that... Um, I think the both of us felt that the beats weren't there, mm. but we liked we liked the song, but it yeah. was, just wasn't the best match. And and I just I re, remade a couple of them. You gotta, you, I think you need to redo. I got it. The re, uh, remix the beat because that was fire, but it was just you know. Yeah, that that was the song that I already had and that you just jumped on though. Mm. So that that's not like, you know, we were just trying shit out. Still fire. You work it into book two then, or yeah, yeah, that's already in the process on his end. And then once he uh he digs the foundation, then I'll come in and start putting the stilts up. You know what I mean? That's dope. Already, already in the making. Already, there's already uh, it's already con. It's a concept album, both one and two, both concepts. So it's already laid out and everything. 
Yeah, I wanted to get into that. Some of the concepts, kind of what yeah, I yeah. took from it. Uh, man, I can't even tell you how many times I listened to this album. No man. doubt, front to back on shuffle from Good Morning back. It's nice. it's, a, it's a great body of work. Appreciate that. Um, you were taking it. You're back from a break. Like you kind of open with that. As the, far as like solo, because I just dropped the album two years ago. Yeah, like two and a half years ago with Nyla. Shout out Nye. Um, yeah, we dropped a little. It, it was more like an EP. It was only six tracks. The 1936, 1936, yep. Yep. And then, uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know how many people were plugged into that album. Like, I didn't go crazy pushing it hard like that. I mean, we we recorded, we ha- we were sitting on that album for over five years. Oh, man. <laughs> and it
my short journey in, in eight bars. Synchronicity. <laughs> I think that's what they call it. Synchronicity, right? Yeah. It's that's crazy. That shit was but crazy. You said, on, you said uh, when you opened the verse, you said Tug introduced you to Chains. So you mm-hmm. guys, this is the first time you guys connected on an album. You had that on a full album, that yeah. one sample in there where you were like, uh, yeah. Tug, we never connected on the album. Mm-hmm. Now we connected on the album. Plenty of songs. A lot of studio time with this yeah. dude. Yeah, when I first That's came- where I heard of you was in the little uh, 90s style text. I'm trying to think, what what was the track where you were in the record store? The coloring was like oh, really yellow. Um, that, the, that, that was the a, video. He said, she said. Yeah, yeah. He, he said, she said. He said, she said. He said, she said, yeah. I think I might have recorded that one in New York and Queens. Did I- no, I think you recorded that with me. Because no, I had this, the because- spot in Whitehall. No, no, no. I recorded that in Queens. Shout out Ed Rock. He was the Did DJ. You? Yeah, that that cut up on the okay. That cut up on on the doing. I got the beat from you. Yeah, yeah. Because I had the spot in Whitehall. We yeah. had a song like I was like rapping. Um, uh, 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 not what do you call it? Recreationally, I was rapping recreationally mm-hmm. with like my friends and stuff like that. But I was still doing beats for like Tug, and I was trying to start up a studio, and um. We had that beat. We had a song on that beat, and um, Tug really liked it. He just did another song on it, and I was like, "Go for it," because you know we ain't really putting shit out. We're just like rapping for fun. And he shot the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe I saw you in the director credits then. Yeah, yeah, and I shot the video too. That was one of the first videos I ever shot. Say word. That's wild. That's yeah. wild. History. That was like two thousand nine. I don't remember. It's- so what made you yeah. decide to connect on this one then? It's, you come to him with the concept? No, 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 no. Just... It was 100% phase. I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do another album, I I figured I'm going to do some impossible shit. Not impossible. I'm going to play guitar and just rhyme the whole album. Like, nobody's doing that anymore. Yeah, if yeah, what yeah. I focused on my whole life is doesn't mean anything, you know what I mean? Then I'm going to switch lanes and let me get on this joint and show y'all. It's it's crazy when you yeah, see it live. If you yeah, ever yeah, seen yeah. somebody do that live, it's pretty crazy. But he hit me up like, "Yo, uh, we're doing an album." <laughs> Fuck. All right. Yeah, he's gonna take care of everything. He did all. He did the majority of the work on. I made all the beats. He did the yeah. album cover, kind of. He yeah. did. <laughs> he he mixed, mastered I mean, I did, everything. I did an album cover, and then yeah. la- la- it came down to last minute. We that's were like, true, "What are true. we doing with the album mm. cover?" Yeah, you showed me something completely <laughs> different. Yeah. No. 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 He he played uh, you think when the he new came one's over, better than the one he showed you. Which one? I, honestly, I don't even remember the oh, yeah, the, okay. uh, the first one was like text. It was like uh-huh. a black and white Gucci uh-huh. style. I do remember that. No, I got a, I got partial to this one because I see it on my Spotify. Like it it paints the the color for the album. Like right. I think I think you made the right choice for going no, with this perfect. one. Yeah, we got this album cover while the last three songs were uploading. <laughs> right <laughs> that like that's how last minute it was three he, seconds left on the clock yeah got that he had he had an album cover in mind that he liked and and i i really wasn't partial to it and then when he sent it to me i was like dude this is not like the file wasn't big enough like if of i course. stretched it it was gonna be pixelated and i was like we can't do that we got to do something and he didn't like what i well i mean he I liked not, it. He did not like it, but what he I didn't say, feel like yeah. it fit. I said it looks more like a mixtape than an album. I was going to say, if I had any critique on what I remember of it, it felt more like it would go with Devin Haley's brand. Does that make sense? Maybe. Like, so, so, sometimes it takes me a while to to really figure out um, an artist's um, aesthetic. So yeah. it's, it's going to take over, over time trying different things until what fits them. 
But you nailed it because this reminds me kind of of the styling of the the language arts volume two when you well, had the, with the surgeon and stuff one. like that. I've been had that forte for a lot of my work yeah, volumes. He, There's a lot of book related stuff, but they'll just the artwork. Oh, you the mean the artwork? Oh, the artwork. Okay, okay, I think them. I think that style of like that, the dark colors, the the shading, the way that it is. I mean, it looks cohesive. It looks it looks dope. But I wanted to get into that intro with the instrumental break. Mm-hmm. And then the guitar solo, then you bring the piano back in. Mm-hmm. I was texting phase. He was like, sounds like you need to be walking with spurs into a saloon or some shit mm-hmm. for that. Uh, but then you have the sample about don't quit. Mm-hmm. It's like, is it worth doing any good? Yeah. I didn't write the exact sample down, but no, 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 for sure. that, that kind of set the tone for yeah, the album. Exactly. That's why I had to go in there. I've been sitting on that sample as well for, for years. And I was like, this is exactly how I feel every time I'm starting an album. And I was going to put it in my last album, but it just didn't fit. It, it didn't fit in the, the the bacon and eggs anywhere. I tried to. I literally tried to fit it in there, but it didn't work. Um, yeah, And, and all, nah. also on that, the background beat to where that sample is, is a reflip of a sample that we The very did, first song, the very we, first song we did together. So... The, the other synchronicity the is yeah. <laughs> on the intro, Nobody I reflipped the sample uh, that, that we did our first song together. And then on the outro, he used my first album's name inadvertently. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so that's, that's wild. It's that binary yeah. and shit. And he didn't even realize the sample until like. Yeah, until the album was done, basically. <laughs> he was like, yo, is this the, is this the, is this I the want you song? to know joint? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's crazy. That's wild. So I got into. Um, I, that was the next thing I wanted to talk about was kind of you guys' history, how you guys connected. Um, just the story you told a little bit about connecting with Chain and then creating that legacy. Yeah, well, over there, how we first connected was actually through MySpace. It was MySpace days, yeah, Jesus. Because I was, um, I was in in college at Full Sail, and MySpace was getting big, and I only stood a year down there in Orlando. So, you know, I'm paying attention to what's going on in the hometown and stuff and artists. And then I found I came across Tug. I was like, oh, your music's dope. I like it. You know, I'm coming back home at some point in time. So let's link when I get back into town. And well, no, I think you sent me some tracks. Probably. Because, you know, I got to hit hit first. Yeah. Pass the vibe yeah. check. I was like, all right. Yeah, we'll link up when you get back. <laughs> it, was, it was dope. I was like, all right. And that yeah. first track we did, yeah, from there, and then and uh, then yeah, I was like, all right, you're gonna need some. I think I linked you up with 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 Chaney because he had the studio, yeah, because I had the I had this, the place in Whitehall under my dad's shop mm-hmm. that I was trying to build up, and he was like, oh, I know, I know this guy who has you know more stuff. He's been doing it a long time. Maybe link up with him. He'll he'll help you out. I just connected the dots. That's all. That's how you got to do it. That vibe check is important. Mm. You know what I mean? It sounds so it sounds so cohesive the different like uh the one sample where you it's not a sample, you straight up left in the original raw audio where you're like, "Okay, I'm definitely going to redo that." Mm-hmm. And the song just like cuts out and goes to the next track it's or whatever. Uneven. Yeah. Uneven. uneven. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. An uneven uh, that was real. That wasn't acting. That's how. I and mean, he was just like, "No, nah, we're keeping it like that." So, all right, whatever you say, producer man. And you, st- you started <laughs> off with one of those like, because um, that's done a lot in hip hop, where it's like you'll start off saying something and say, "Leave that in" or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did that, but without saying "leave it in," I was like, "All right, that's perfect." Spit the verse, cut out from there. Um, 
I, I just feel like doing stuff like that like brings it brings the listener into the world the process mm. and yeah into the world of the album like you feel included like you're in the room with them well you do a good job of that on all your projects because it's like how many people put out albums you don't even know who the producer is? Right. They, get, they got a couple beats from over here. They did this. They made track number four and they put the compilation together. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but right. you could really feel that process. So that's cool. Yeah. But it, I it keeps get, everything cohesive. Like so many people's projects just sound like thrown thrown together and you get different qualities and different like a whole different sound from like song to song on a lot of people's especially local albums and it's like what this doesn't feel cohesive so well i don't know it's all the it's all the fool's errand right at least as far as book one is concerned you're talking specifically about rap and the whole i think it's specifically about rap and the the I don't want to say the newer form of rap, but it's kind of evolved into like TikTok and viral stuff. Like yeah. it's I mean, even with podcasting, people are going to see clips from this, and yeah. they're not going to go and watch the whole episode. Yeah, they're no, just going to yeah, be like, got right, that much time on their hands. Yep, yeah. <laughs> six seconds, cool. That's what they said. Yeah, that's cool. It happened. That's also why yeah. I, every song is like not even three minutes on this project. I didn't even notice that. That makes sense, though. Yeah, it's easier to listen minutes. to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the the time. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Time. The time horizons for songs anymore. Attention spans. Uh, are, yeah, the, the the span has shortened over the past. I don't know. Hey, we used to do three sixteens. Three, yeah, mandatory yeah. every single song. That was the like chorus, the that was the format. That was the recipe. Yeah, I sent you one of them old songs we did back in the day. The your bitch chose me. Okay. John and you, I think you had three verses yeah. on that, and I listened to that, and I was like, "Damn, you got another verse!" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm waiting for the song to be over, dude." Yeah, I will tell you what, it makes my job a lot easier. Shit, I don't even gotta write sixteen. I think there, might, I think there might be a twelve bar verse on this new album. I might just said, "Fuck it, that's it, it's, that's it, that's all I need." Ain't, ain't no rules no more. Fuck all that. I'm here's eight bars. There you go. Take that with you. Yeah, if, if something's not happening with the with the beat or the tracks not. Moving, um, yeah. yeah. If it's not shifting up, if it's not proceeding yeah. in a way that's interesting to the listener, they're like, "What is going on?" Like, I just listened to um, I don't know if you guys listened to uh the the new West Side Gun. I haven't heard it yet, and it's like, um, it's good. Like the beats are good, but then it's like six minute songs where the beat doesn't change at all, and there's like five dudes on it, and you're just like. That, I mean, that could work if it's done right, because Wu-Tang did that shit all the time. As long as you get a new voice, that's the thing that changes up is, is the rapper type shit. But no, nah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. It, it, it just gets um, listening intense, intensive. Gonna have to check it out. Maybe that's just something that maybe is meant to throw on. I don't know. Like uh, Music has a... Some some of it feels better in hoodie season. Some of it feels better in the car. Sometimes it's like, yeah. all right, when I'm with my boys, I just want to throw on something. Yeah, when so. you out when you out at the club, you don't want to listen to my shit. <laughs> you wanna no. see that shit that makes a female yeah, shake. Imagine quarter pocket coming on in the club. Yeah, nah, like what is this? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it, it does. Everything up. does have its purpose. Um, but I'm I'm not judging it that way. I'm just judging from a gen- general perspective of listening you know so if you're not making something that that's as i not aesthetically entertaining but 
something to keep people involved throughout. It has multiple dimensions. It has multiple levels. It's not just a drum kick baseline and for three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to get into some lyrics. It's funny. You have a ton of great features, awesome features on this album. I think they were well selected. It hit the flow very well. Um, But you had a, down the rabbit hole, deeper than the catacombs. This is a one-man journey, son. You'll be be mad mad alone. That was... This album is full with bars like that, where it's like, I don't know if you're mad at yourself. Puzzles, you're kind of like questioning. Mm. There's a lot of like questioning going on. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole mentality of a fool's errand, is realizing you've been on a fool's errand mm-hmm. and then the right. contemplation that goes on thereafter. That's what this basically this whole fucking album, not the whole album, but majority of the album for sure. For sure. For sure. Well done, it's, man. It's a very Super one-sided yeah, perspective, but yeah. it, it works out because like, I feel the same way too <laughs> as a producer and, I mean, no, and, and being into rap the whole time. Like we go through our, uh, at all lives like chasing this dream and then you like you find out that um most of the rappers that are on have like an uncle who's like the ceo and shit and you're <laughs> nepotism. like yeah. yeah i didn't realize <laughs> nepotism, nepotism in hip-hop you, you but, find out all these things and you're like oh okay so it was never really it was probably not really possible ever but uh, again that's why book two has to be made because i can't end say it might be my last time i can't end on that note yeah. So I ha- it's going to end with happiness, gratitude, book two. It's gonna- I felt like that was the transformation in Body Rot. You had like... Uh, oh, at the end, you mean? No, no, go ahead, it, go ahead. Well, you, you had said, I think you said, I, I think I'm coming off kind of depressing. I think that was in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And it was kind of like switching. It was like, okay, I'm going to... Like, I, I get it. You're tired of hearing me complain. I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this yeah. until that's a crazy metaphor body, right? That didn't even until I die. Like you die, yeah. your body's still there. It's still there. <laughs> and at the very end of that song, he, 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 with his production, he puts in a glimmer of hope right at the end. <laughs> if you yeah, listen yeah, to the yeah. song, there's a nice little glimmer of hope right at the very end of it. Uh, production wise. Yeah. There's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. There. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I have to check that out. That changed a bit too. <laughs> you, you played that for me. You played an earlier version of Body Rot. I think so, during, yeah, or after our first interview. Yeah, that was when you showed me the cover. So that's crazy. I can't imagine how many different versions everything went through. And it's still probably to the point where you listen to it now and you're like, oh, man, I wanted to do this or switch this. Or are you completely satisfied? Um, I'm never fully completely satisfied, but that's what keeps an artist going. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what keeps me all these years later still going back to the studio. But I'm I'm very satisfied. I'm completely satisfied with with it as a whole, as as a project. You know what I mean? I think it came out great like that. I think it's maybe as far as like concept, it's probably my most complete album ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, as far as concept, I, I agree. That's it's, what I wanted to do for yeah, a time it's too. Super like, mature because we've we've been we've been um, friends and musical friends for a long time, and and he's put out projects where I'm like, I wish I was involved and I just wasn't. Um, and, um, I was like, he, he needs, he needs a project with one producer. Mm-hmm. He's that, he's that type of artist. And I feel yeah, like yeah. I could do that for him. So before, before our time is up, we need to, we need to do it. Well, we got one more on deck, buddy. There you go. 
I thought that um, this, this is like the hip boy Nas Nas shit. No, you think about. I mean, Nas dropped an album with Kanye. That's the thing. It doesn't always work. You can't just yeah, say, no. oh, let me take the best producer, the best lyricist, and now it's going to be crazy. Like, right. so Yeah, this, that- did, this didn't happen overnight. This took years and years to get to this point for me and him working together. You know, we uh, shit, it, it, it took me years just to be able to give up control over certain things musically. You know what I mean? There's certain things like, nah, nah, nah you got to keep this in. Da, 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 and me. Yeah, you did all your mixing for a while, too, yeah, right? I did everything for a while. And I had no choice, you know. Yeah, I have that problem too. That's why I do so much, so many things. <laughs> but you, you know, um, work working with different artists over over the course of time, like you just learn to like try to push where you can, where you feel things should be, and then you know your artist also has yeah, their perspective yeah, too. Yeah, psychology and, that goes into being able to deal with people, especially artists. Yeah, we're yeah. the worst. Oh, yeah. And I know, oh, yeah. and I, know oh, yeah. I know because I'm an artist too. So like, I know like when somebody like critiques what I've done that I really love, and, and they're like, oh maybe do it red and i'm like no that'll fuck everything yeah. up yeah. <laughs> so i i, I understand it as feeling. an insult so i try not to push too much and we try to like um come to an agreement yeah it's what's best be for the song. yeah so yeah it gets it gets um if it's third quarter we're down 15 maybe i need to sit the bench and let him yeah that, that's kind of you know yeah, that's kind of yeah, exactly. what happened towards towards the end we're like we're never gonna stop like <laughs> doing different renditions of yeah. things like i need to cut myself off put put a date on it like we need to have it done by then yeah and and it literally like you said it came down to to the last to seconds the on the shot clock and then <laughs> friday the 13th yeah so you picked that as the date and then got everything done for it by then yeah he told me i needed what'd you say tuesdays and fridays or something he, he told me you need to pick one of these days yeah so i just went down i was like oh yeah, Fridays for for like Spotify and stuff is you get you have like a better chance of like landing on playlists or something. So we just picked whatever the next Friday was and um put it for that. That works, man. Some of my other favorite lyrics, uh School of Hard Knocks, but now it's like I'm back from college. Gotta ease up. This was in uh Flowers mm-hmm. where this is a this is a really important track for the album. Okay. Because you're talking about, essentially from what I took it, like relaxing, enjoying life, not making it so much about being top five alive. Mm. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of, like you said, rhyming is my silver lining, but also spending time with the family, with the family. Spending time with their daughter, my yeah. boys, uh, when I go out. The and- song was more like, a, I, it, it, it is kind of like a breather from the album, but it was more like me highlighting the fact that I know I'm allowed to deal with in my personal life. Uh, I could be fucking stupid sometimes. I could be, I, I be, I might black out at the bar and you're going to have to drag me out that bitch. Like, <laughs> I might, I'm not easy to deal with. I mean, I, I think I am, but... I'm being an extremist on the on the topic and just giving, you know, giving the people in my life they flowers. I pre- it's an appreciation song okay. for my shortcomings and the people that deal with me. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I took it as a I took it as like a even like in the chorus that's uh, you know, take the time to stop and smell your flowers. Yeah. I mean, mm. I literally I was listening to that. I I 
gave it another playthrough as I was taking my notes. Before then, I was just kind of listening and formulating. But this time when I hit it, it's like, dude, I'm appreciative of a lot of shit. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. This is... And how how often do we take our time out to show that appreciation, to show that gratitude? Probably not as much as we should. So I dedicated a song to it. <laughs> there you go. Now it's in there forever. We got another Tug and King Mag track. Okay. You guys are no stranger to... Working with each other. Working with each other. So that was cool. You guys... Were you guys in the studio or did you send verses? Um... No, that one we sent verses. I got on a track for his project. I don't know what he's going to use it on. I, I went out to see him. you know. But this one, yeah, this one. No, no, no. This one, I was there for his verse in his studio. And then I had to do my, I did mine separately. But uh, yeah, it was mandatory. You know, we've been we've been getting on each other's projects for, for years now. Since back when you had pen and paper. That was... yeah. Out, like and nobody of, writes nobody writes writes their verses anymore nobody yeah, no, no. has like a fucking notepad and shout out King Magnetic all of my any somewhat big features or, or, or songs that I had with with people that have names all been through King Magnetic all of them so shout out you my guy uh, Trifecta <laughs> with Joel Ortiz comes to mind for instance yeah 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 I bet you if we threw that verse, if you gave me just the first part of it, I could probably spit that whole verse. Uh, I throw that on every now and then. Nice. Yeah. I remember how it ends with uh, shows over, lower, lower the, the lights. lights. <laughs> good, good, anchor. good anchor. I never had a chance to work with Mag either, so it's like we, me and Mag have. Oh, that was uh, the first time he ever got on one of your beats? Yeah, yeah. So so that was cool, too. Nice. So Because oh, wow. I, know I know Mag makes beats, too, so he doesn't typically just hop on other people's shit. Yeah. I'm glad we can make that happen. There was a uh, one line, and I wanted to go back to body rap for a second, but you had uh, kind of ended uh, considered to be a shoo-in, but life had other plans. I'm still in the boulevard. boulevard, a heart full, a heart of, full regret, of regret, pockets, pockets full, full of heart. hard. Yeah, like it's Vi do you, Viagra. Do you regret? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> In your world, it is face. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, shit. Um, do you have regrets for, I mean, the fool contemplates the errand. Do you have regrets for the stuff that you like spending all the time? I mean, I know oh, yeah, the of obvious. Course. I mean, of course, I could be in a whole different place in life if I diff did different things when I was a teenager. But I promise you, you wouldn't have a song like Body Rock. You wouldn't have an album like this. So, you know, it's give and take. It's give and take. If, if I would have stayed off the block and went to college, you know what I'm saying? Trust me, my I it, my song, everything would be different. But yeah, it's hard to say, man. It's hard to say because I helped build my character too. You he would have been sitting, why he would have been sitting next to the guy who he made the album for. Yeah, you never know. Like, probably like this guy. That's why it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to regret shit, man. Yeah, it's hard to regret stuff. Yeah, like, you never uh, know. The title track, you mm. really let it all out on the fool's errand. That was an interesting placement to not have it like right early in the beginning, you mm -hmm. know? Um, I mean, just the name of the album, you can kind of get the concept, but it's how that concept applies to you personally and yeah. how it did where, you know, you're thankful for what music gave to you for yeah, of course. the character, like just even therapy. It seems like a, a release. Is. You had said, a, said that in a couple tracks where... It's like, you know, um, 
get on the mic and just shoot the shit. That was a, I can't remember which track that's from, but you've said a lot in your music that this is something that kind of keeps you sane. Yeah. No, 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 it's true. It's true. You know, everybody has a thing, what they do. And at this point, I mean, it might sound weird. Like I'm not, I don't do this to be famous for money. I don't do this for pats on the back no more. My main reason is self therapy type type shit. I still do it for pats on the back. I need pats on the back. He needs to pass on the back. And then, and then when there you too go. many people start doing it, I'm like, ah, get away from me. Yeah. I yeah, need right? people to not like me again. Let's now we need some controversy. But, but I also hope that that uh that comes through during the music and that might reach people more than say other stuff you know what i mean like i hope people can also appreciate that when they hear the album like yo this is real this is sincere you know what i mean i believe what he's saying i feel this type shit so well i don't know you guys know the numbers but i don't know how much of it is like brand new listeners versus like i mean i can't imagine somebody coming into a fool's errand and then going back like I'd be almost jealous to have the whole back catalog to be able to Experience dig through and, yeah. and kind of see where that growth comes from. Because there was a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I did see people say, like, where's the where's the bars? Like, where's the oh, like metaphors and stuff? Yeah, yeah I just mean, the, the lyricism. Like, yeah. I can't think of a track for an example. Yeah, but. I don't know. It's kind of um, one thing I did with this album. I didn't get beats from him and then go home and write to them and perfect them. You know what I mean? That's what I did for every album. I'm going to ponder on this. And that's also like what yeah. comes from, you can hear that in the Bukowski song where the, the sample comes on and he's talking about, I'm not trying to fiddle with my shit. I, I don't care about the old shit. I, I didn't yeah. try to be acrobat. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to be flashy and lyrical, miracle, <laughs> spiritual yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. I went in the fucking studio and every single song, he was making the beat and I just write right there, whatever comes to mind. I didn't have time to revise anything. I didn't have time to fix anything. I just went in there and just said what was on my heart and my mind at the time. And, and if that's you're, the song. And, if you're, and that's the song. And if you're coming from your heart and your mind, your heart and your mind doesn't think lyrical, miracle, spiritual bullshit. You just come out, you just start yeah, yeah, saying yeah. shit. That's, that, that, that's why my verse took so long. <laughs> yeah, because you were doing all that fancy <laughs> because shit. Because I yeah. was doing that. And he had the song done, you know, for a long time like before. I was like, I need to get on that. But there was that gap in between his verses. And I knew what I wanted to do with it, which was I wanted to rhyme off of his last line and also come back in to his first line of mm -hmm. the second verse. So... That's what kind of made me take so long because I needed to fit it in there in the right way. And I didn't know if I wanted to tell the story that I told or if I just wanted to, like, just just be nice. So, you know, once, once that both. yeah, once once the album was done, I was like, no, I have to tell the story. I have to go back to my original plan, which was to tell my yeah story in eight bars like you said <laughs> uh, uh doing it for 10 years for people to be not moving the same right yeah you summed up the whole fool's errand in a in a single verse at the end that was dope and that is him on the vocals at the very end yeah yeah, yeah. The, no no yeah. i mean like the singing vocals at the very end of good morning you're singing at the end so of you the good if morning. You make it to the end, yeah, it cuts out for a second, and then and it the comes back comes with in. like a almost like a Kid Cudi type instrumentation. Yeah, uh -huh. the guitar. Yeah, 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 the guitar. Yeah, that's Tug playing the guitar, and I did like little humming on it. Oh, does it have auto tune on it? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, I do remember that part now. Yeah, I do remember. Okay. And the guitar solo that you think is a guitar solo on the intro is also me. On the keys, Are you though. playing? No, nah, it's my voice. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. Yeah. What? Yeah. How does that happen? You just you play around with stuff. Pause. That's wild. That's wild. Oh, man. Uh... I have that sample in uneven. I mean, that pretty much runs through the whole album. We could play some music. We could just get into um, some of the other stuff. I don't know if there was anything. What's going to connect with my listeners is the idea, especially book two, where, mm-hmm. you know, it's about your success learned from failure. So, mm-hmm. or reframing failure. That's a big concept on the show. Like, yeah. Right. Reframing yeah, I would, success, I to, reframing I would, failure. That's good because I wanted to, I actually did want to bring that up too, because I get this a lot. I don't know if you do is when, um, um, other people try to comment on your so, so-called music career. And then they go, Oh, if you're so nice, why aren't you rich and famous yet? And stuff like that. And it's yeah. like, I mean, maybe at one point we were attempting to go for that, but it comes to a point where you become content in what you have achieved mm-hmm. and you're like, do I, you look at the people who are rich and famous for music and then you look at how their lives have gone and you're like, eh, it doesn't seem like a, doesn't seem like a great life and my life's pretty good. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy with what I've done. Yeah. I don't really get the people saying, well, if you so nice, why don't you make it? I get the, why, why haven't you make it? That makes yeah. no sense. And I'm That's like, always been my thing. it's so yeah. frustrating when somebody like, asks me that, like, I don't know. You tell me. Well, why don't you do that? Well, fucking be my manager then. How about that? Right. Yeah, I'm taking uh, yeah, exactly. applications for managers. What's good? There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. There, there's way too many rappers, not enough managers. Uh, and uh, that that has been a problem in the in the local scene a long time for a long time is that everybody wants to be the man, but they don't want to get behind someone and help them in ways that they need. And that's what I've always tried to do, which is why I produce and I engineer and I've shot tug shot videos. I shot videos and um, shit. I stopped rapping and picked up a guitar. Yeah. I was a guitar player for a singer for years. Yeah. Yeah. For for not uh, the girl who sang on Flowers. Oh, I was yeah, like yeah. her guitar player. That's for super years. dope. We go out and do shows. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. super dope. I might. Did you ever post any of that? Or Yeah. I posted some stuff and some clips, but, you know, I'm I'm not every day. Yeah, that's hard. On social media, it's too much to deal with. I just, but every now and then, you know what I mean? Tug's just an old school I'm just underground a, rapper. I'm just like, yo, get off my lawn, son. Get <laughs> off my lawn. What you need to do is get on TikTok with that guitar and, uh, nah. Yeah, nah. I, I do have a TikTok and I post it like one or two things. But again, it's so many to, to juggle with. Like, I, yeah. I would love to, I would love, and I, you're right. That's what you got to do. But I would love to get to the point where, I could just have somebody do that shit for me. Like, go ahead, here, you have control. I'm pretty sure my music page probably still has a couple administ- people who are allowed to do shit on my page that I just completely fucking forgot about. Could be. You need a, it's like a, it's like a paywall though. Like you uh-huh. can have, you could post and you could put stuff it out, but matter. if you really want stuff to go viral, like. It's money. Yeah. And I don't know TikTok's algorithm like that, but with everything else that it, I've worked with. It's that's... better. It's better. I'm not on TikTok, but. The algorithm's better than Instagram. Like I had that problem too. Like with with everything, I have the same problem. Like I start doing these things, 
and then the uh it's just diminishing returns and, and mm. engagement and then mm. you're like what am i doing this still for mm. it so it happened with videos it happened with rapping it happened with um uh uh uh, uh instagram and photography photography and, and say, it's just yeah. like when when you first started when tiktok or not tiktok like instagram first started people would start following you for they like your pictures or whatever you're posting and then eventually your content starts to get better but i didn't get like a new follower for like 2 years like even though the content is progressing in a better way like yeah it has sh- nothing to do with the content <laughs> right. cuz i've had something go viral on instagram that had like 100 views on youtube like mm. it's how do I have 33,000 over here for the same piece of content? Didn't do nothing different. Descriptions the same. Yeah. And I hate that shit. Like, why do we, why can't we just focus on what matters? It's the fucking music. Right. Like, I, I just want to get drunk and go fishing <laughs> and make music for people that like my music. That's yeah. all I want to do. It, it was the same thing with videos. Like when, when we were doing, started doing videos in like 2009, 2010 and everybody wanted to do, or at least attempt to do like these elaborate videos and have, uh, you know, multiple locations mm. and a storyline and all this type of stuff and video girls. Nope. And then it's like, you do all this stuff and then YouTube's cutting your organic views down by 90%. So, you know, back when, when, um, when music videos were really a a pretty popular thing, we would easily get at least a thousand views, if not between 1000 and five to 10, dependent, depending like with like no paying, just organically people watching the video. Yeah. So once like the, I don't know, 20, 17 or something like 16 17 it they literally just like turn the spigot off and i was telling everyone like dude like videos ain't it no more you need to just click go live on your phone Hmm. fuck doing shows Hmm. what are you doing shows for like Hmm. you you waste your whole day like preparing and trying to get people to come and then 10 people come if that and you're upset you could just hit go live and at least double will watch you'll at yeah. least get 20 views yeah instead of 10 so just perform on live you could do that and mm-hmm. with the, with the videos i just started doing one location video we just set the camera up we perform the song i don't gotta edit shit mm-hmm. that's the video yeah just find a nice location that looks decent do your song. There's your video. Walking around with the camera inside the house, spitting into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, those videos are tight though. It just gives you some sort of visual. It gives you something else. That was like, uh, shit. Was that 2009? When did you do the video for like nobody? Oh shit. Um, yeah, it might've been, no, nah, I think it might've been a little earlier, maybe. 2008 i mean you could we could check it real quick but uh yeah that was i did that i shot that one myself and that was so old i think it was before uh dslr's drop yeah because you started fucking with champ and and yeah champ yeah that was back i think he started he started probably around 2006 7 
a little bit before that because he shot my video with Jinx, uh, with the When Truth Attacks video in 2006. I'm pretty sure I was the only motherfucker out here with a music video at the time. Yeah. Like the first. Um, I could be wrong. But uh, yeah. And then he used to take me on jobs because I, I was on a... <laughs> I, I ended up having to move in up the block for him. And uh, I couldn't really... Long story short, I wasn't able to leave, leave the house um, <laughs> so he, I would go and he would show me I was editing stuff and, and he put me on he'd take me to jobs with him after I got off of that situation take me to jobs with him he made me the cameraman he taught me how to chop it up edit he just took me under his wing back in the day and then that's how I started from there yeah that, that like nobody video was shot with the JVC little handheld thing like this big yeah <laughs> just walking around walking around the town with that thing that was like I think that's when 1080 first was available to the public for like I don't public even, consumption. Was that in 1080? Se- 720 HD was a thing. Yeah, yeah I, I thought the video had to be in 720. We were like, yo, so it's in HD. Yeah, that's all H- we cared about. Yeah, yeah SD. Everything was SD before yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's wild. But man, yeah, all I'm those different feel- travels that you take on, like creating, just being a creator in general, you know what I mean? To... I had to stop last week and just look at like even what I created with the show. I'm like, mm. damn, I'm a, I'm a hell of a hobbyist. Yeah. I get, I get, uh, I get sucked into stuff. Yeah, you didn't invest in this for nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> waiting on some uh, some equipment to come in. But I don't know if we do play any music. You want to play Good Morning? That got the boat Whatever you want to play. We on, we on your show right now. I'm going to have to use one of your uh, phones, though, because mine's recording. Oh. You can use my crack screen if you want. Word. What's, your, what's the, your favorite track of the album? Uh, bounces. Like, I like Body Rot a lot, mm-hmm. but I can't play Body Rot all the time. Like, mm-hmm, when yeah. I'm in the shower in the morning and stuff. Yeah. Like so, no, no, no. I get it. I but get it. for the most part, I like it as a whole. I listen to it when I'm designing and I throw stuff in. I love the beat on intro. Corner Pocket's one of my craziest, but it's like... Uh, that's a fun That's a fun song. That's what I would say. It's like a fun song. Like, it's not like you, you don't put it in there to... Uh, Shout out these skills. These skills, yeah. Definitely. He surprised me on that. I didn't look, I don't read the track list before I do. I just throw an just album throw and go on from there. So I was like, oh shit. And then he matched your flow where you guys kind of did the stop and go. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it, yeah. but all the all the OG Bethlehemites no no D skills. Yeah. Now that you now that you say it, I think it makes more sense that all the tracks are under three minutes. Cause I can't think of like I know the chorus for flowers. And I know the chorus for uh, uh, Wise is the Man That Knows He Knows mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. That's an interesting quote. That mm-hmm. goes, you know, my listeners can definitely relate with that as well, too, because people think success is like this place that you get to. And you get there and you're like, shit, I'm not there. What the fuck? So, yeah. fun fact that wasn't even the original beat for that song. No, I rapped over the whole totally different beat. There's a few songs on there that he went and said, yeah. fuck this beat and made it better and produced the whole song underneath my lyrics that I already recorded to something different. <laughs> and that's one of them. That's wild. That's wild. Do you guys have any behind the scenes? Do you have any uh, um, besides the, I saw you post the the flowers making, but 
not besides um what he posted and then l money did the the one mm. little teaser for us um i didn't see that. that that was about it yeah it's on my it's on my ig it's when uh it was right before i started recording the bukowski track that yeah. was and that was supposed to be honestly bukowski actually was just going to be called interlude i just recorded it as an interlude one verse until he put he started i think around that time in the middle of the album, he started understanding truly where I was going with the album. And he found that passage from Charles Bukowski, the American poet. And I didn't even know about Bukowski. I heard of the name, but he put it on. I said, yo, that shit is perfect. That's mm-hmm. great. Like, this is, this is perfect. And then I looked up Charles Bukowski and I started learning. I went down that rabbit hole and I was like, okay, <laughs> he's like stoicism. What are they called? Sto- stoicism. Stoicism. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this is, it falls in line with the album. And I said, fuck it. I'm just going to call this track Bukowski now instead of interlude, which was boring as shit. But yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. No, you're putting me on. I didn't know about Bukowski. Yeah. yeah. Th- there's a lot of shit. Like, like next album, we should definitely do more um, behind the scenes footage and, you have and documenting. To. You have to. Um, It'll be good because this is going to be a happy album. <laughs> so there'll be a lot more smiles. Yeah. And ice grills. <laughs> no, but yeah, so for a long time we had like the bone, the bones of the album, and and Tug's like, "What are we gonna do with this song? What are we gonna do with that song?" Like they, like it, they're just like unfinished. And I'm like, you just, just wait, yeah. just, just give me some time, save it. I yeah, because like to Keep find to find like the Bukowski thing, like I have to go through and listen to a bunch of different things until that one thing was strikes that, you. Was that the actual poet's voice or was that somebody just... No, yeah, that was him from an interview. Oh, shit. Okay. See, I don't need... I'm learning stuff about that album still. Yeah, right? That's wild. Yeah, so... Well, we're talking about it. You want to throw Bukowski yeah, throw on, on so we could keep the listeners engaged with what we got going on. So you could talk over it, but uh, for the most part, I think our mics are going to be muted for this part. Yeah, that's fine. Yo, one, two... Check, check. There you go. Yeah. It, it is raw because. Okay. Especially for your album here. I'll take like it from here, songs. come follow my lead. I do it all for the love, not the power and greed. Um, Somebody tell me why the good never make it. It's a science project, stuck in the trap. Most too, never escape it. Like my first felony at 17. Really what the fuck is going on? Life is but a dream. Straight loops. Through the smiles and frowns, round yeah, and round and round we go. Till we six feet under and down we go. A scorched by hellfire and set me free. Ashes to ashes and let me be. If it was I might have bust my flame, but a love was so big it obstructs my aim. More riches and peace for all kids in the streets. We all want the penthouse, but we're living beneath. Stick and be a mom, dude. Live check that check. Those beats are more for the yeah rappers that just say yeah on the track. Those complicated beats cover up the lack of wordplay. Right. So it fits better with that. So for shout somebody, out, shout out to the yeah rappers. Yeah, yeah. Shout doing, out to them. Keep doing what you're I doing. Ain't a hate. I, shout out to them. <laughs> Put me on a feature. That's good. <laughs> Tempo plays a big part in that too. Yeah, so, yeah, it's gone. It's done. If you can't write the next a, line, well, another you're aspect dead. That's a little bit. The past doesn't matter. I think that's another aspect that's a little bit different from from this album to your previous ones is especially because of of the the um 
the time gap in when albums got done is tempos have gone double time Mm. from then and beats within the 89 to 98 aren't yeah. really used because they sound old school now to, yeah. to to most fans coming into it now so my tempo range that i produce in mostly is like in the 80s to like low 90s so we I haven't that. we haven't really heard tug on slightly slower beats slower beats that makes a lot of but sense still not in the range of double time because yeah. then we're, we're talking about like then we have to get to like 80 like like on corner pocket yeah. that's more of a double time yeah and um you sound you'd almost sound different there's know. a couple there was one track i i can't remember which one it was but you sounded different and I, I don't know if it was uh maybe it was a feature but it was like i don't know if he did it on purpose the first half of his verse it didn't sound like tug and then it slowly started on to this, sound on more this like tug project? yeah hmm. uh yeah, what song is that i'm curious did you when you did good morning did you come back afterwards after he spit no no he had it was done. just I, one that, that, that might be it because i just went in the he he uh syllable wise was way more rapid fire than i was on that track i was laid back yeah and then when he came on as is it was very rapid syllable fire. So f- to go from that back to my ease back, it might have sounded a little off. But yeah, that might have been the scapped. The yeah, and I usually utilized the the, um, the Jay Z reference on there when I did the um, full sale. Introduced me to Kane because Jay Z had the thing that he was getting introduced to cocaine, and my my old um, I'm not partner, music collaborator that I went to full sale with. His name is Kane. So I said, Full Sail introduced me to Kane, came back, Tug introduced me to Chain. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. a whole Jay-Z reference in there, too. Yeah, that was that was super dope. I, I was like, I threw my headphones on tight when I when you first came on on that track, the the first listen to. And then that's probably Good Morning's probably one of my favorite tracks on the. But that could change depending on my mood. That's like right yeah. now. My grandma line might be one of my favorite lines on the yeah, album. I like that line too. Mm. Uh, where you embrace the love. I know the. I don't know the exact line, but you had said Say, that she uh, has a pot. No, uh, Cuddy Whip from Alabama, riding through the back streets on my way to see my grandma. She got a couple. She got a plate of rice, rice and, beans, and beans, a couple fried bananas. Not much, but as much love as I can handle. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that one. But we'll throw on Good Morning and then maybe start uh, landing the plane for sure. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, let, I'll, I'll mix it. I'll make it work. It was amazing. So people like that. Like you can, you can drop the, the music lower in and out. And- Like to hear a 
I always wanted to use provocateur in a song. Like, that's, that's a great word. Ill word choice, yeah. man. <laughs> I got a hundred and a hammer Cutty whip from Alabama Riding through the back streets From the way to see my grandma She gotta play the rice and beans A couple fried bananas Not much, but as much love as I can handle Far from perfect, but I'm worth it Guaranteed your head bang with every single purchase With phase on the track I could black out on purpose Further from this rap game I call a circus I'm called a service since 06 Full sale introduced me to Kane I came home tug, introduced me to Chain Jumped in the game, producing and having proof of my name I spent the decade for people not to be moving the same Who's to blame, but who knows This shit is about the who knows who And the you knows that give you kudos It's been fool's gold, jump through the loopholes The goals to put you in a trap I'm yeah. old now, but not new to fact Most of the time, I ain't even in the mood yeah. to rap All these weirdo rappers doing went and ruined that I, I need some, some new friends, friends. My old ones gave up. up, still doing the grind Ain't too many that's congruent with mine Rise and take a bomb with for breakfast Then I casually claim my right to the whole world While you rap be lame, aim to incite light in the back of your brain, stacking that change, why you chase after the fame, I'll forever be something, you'll never be a different pedigree, let it be and leave it alone, you feel the energy, signing off, so I'm chucking deuces, at least by now, now you know what truth is. Yeah, this gave me like a... Uh... I don't even know what that means. I gotta listen to Kid Cudi album. <laughs> He's famously known for his humming. Oh, okay. But this, my wife loves this part. She was like, this part needs to be its own song. Well, it is the bridge to the next album. Okay. Why it's good morning, morning as in death. I'm saying goodbye to this mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go into, put that one to bed. And now we're gonna, a new day. It's also why there's no, uh, at least I think that's why you didn't put it in. Uh, no, I don't think I played it. There's no uh, resolution. So if you know about music theory, mm-hmm. I stop right before the last note when there should be a resolution because mm-hmm. it keeps it open for the next album. Mm-hmm. There you go. Wow, that's that's, what, that's that. what Queen did and with um, um, like Bohem- for- Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, like, okay. Everybody thinks the song ends with, um, um, what's the end of the, on, end of the chorus? Nothing for tomorrow. I can't even think of the song right now. Here, let's put it up. You look it up. Oh, uh, yeah, this is some real music you, shit. I love it. Yeah, yeah. But don't give me copyright flag, though. No, no, no. You can you can <laughs> cut this out. That it ends with "We are the champions of the world," uh, but it, it doesn't. They just say "We are the champions," and yeah. of the world is in your head. I got you. Right. Yeah. Super dope. Psychology, yeah. Go well, producer, go MC. Mm-hmm. Finally connected on the album. Yeah, Getting another one. Imagine the imagine the uh, the person that finds book two. Like they just stumble across Tug McGraw book two. They're like, oh shit, there's a book one. Mm. And they're like, oh shit, he's been doing this shit for 15, 20 fucking years. Yeah, that's yeah. how it was with the language arts. The volume. I, I went up to what volume four, I think. Volume four was the bacon and eggs yeah. joint. Yeah, I think you did. What? Oh, was bacon and eggs volume four? Language arts volume four, bacon Makes and sense. eggs. Yeah, that one had uh Vulcan, Vulcan, Vulcan death, death grip. grip. Shout out Booze Brothers. Yeah, I like that album. Yeah, I like that was that album. The, I tell people they was like, "Why bacon and eggs?" I said, "Cause man, you don't want to turn up and shake your ass as soon as you wake up. <laughs> you need some wake up music. You need some bacon and eggs when you you get up. You know, roll to the store, smokes, do a L ride." 
Go to the store, do what you got to do. That's when you play this album. I do wake up and shake my ass, though. Oh, Jesus. There you go. There you go. Now, I got my different morning wake-up music, but that'll set yeah, the tone different. for my whole day. Exactly. Like, uh, it makes sense. I've been actually rocking. You know who uh, is great morning wake-up music? And this is not a diss in any way, but Quesa. I've been throwing on Quesa. little gospel mm-hmm. rap. Give me like... Uh, it's not quite as slow as like uh, like a ballad type gospel song. Me and Quasar are working, working on an album too. Oh, see, I was going to leave that unresolved so that we ah, could lead it, it into the next episode. Uh, no, I just shout out to Quasar the artist. But uh, that's dope. You guys are welcome to come back on the show anytime. Uh, sure. Whether you got something promoted, something to promote or not, um, just talk music. Shoot the shit. I'll we'll be talk back for, for book, book two. two. Yeah, Definitely sure. come on for book two. It's cool to give the listeners a little more behind it because nobody appreciates that an album takes two years. And especially when this guy drops them, like, you might have to slow down just because it... Yeah, he's been on a tear this whole year. Was it four albums you dropped this yeah. year? Five, technically. Five. Because I put out... Um, You remember the artists we used to work with, Jimmy Breaks? Okay. The whole and and uh, when I say project, you produced the whole entire album of those five. Um, there was well, a little yeah, chain the, on the, the Jimmy, and, right? Yeah, the me me and Jimmy or Jimmy Breaks album is is me and Rick. Okay, okay. So yeah, technically yes. Nice. That's wild. Yeah, he's yeah. Doing, putting a lot of work. This album is is basically half his album. Yeah, it's basically yeah. our album. That's why I, I hit you up to do the thing. And I was like, yo, you got to come with me, bro. This is just as much your album as it is mine. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we plugged it too. So that's cool. We yeah, keep everything sure. going. But I don't know if you have anything, any closing thoughts? Um, Stream the book one of Fools, Aaron, everywhere you stream your music. We we already about to be back in the lab for book two, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Tony, I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Thank you. You said you're on Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. Tug McGraw, T-U-G-M-C-R-A-W. Where else can I, you got any other social or anything um, you need to shout out? Just hit up my IG. I don't Word. Need, I, I, I reached my friend limit already for Facebook, so I can't really have people <laughs> unless I start deleting people. I found them on Pornhub, actually. So yeah, that's... Ah, uh, there you go. Channel. Check out the OnlyFans... No, it's a fool's errand. It's a fool's errand. At Holy least he's shit. transparent. It ain't the it ain't the music. Yeah. <laughs> it, but, it's all there. It's all there. But yeah, man. Um yeah, spread the word. If you like the album, send your friend the link, man. Appreciate it. Oh yeah. All right, cool. Shout out your social phase. Oh. Where do you want people to check you out? Um, what's my Instagram now? It's just a phase. It's just a phase, yeah. It's just a phase on everything. Just search it. Search phase one. Um, pretty easy to find. Tug is very hard to find on, on the internet. I'm not. So you can find me through him. Yeah, um, there you go. If you if you just search Tug Tug McRaw the and, baseball then, and then put phase, the baseball, yeah, yeah, the baseball yeah. guy comes up. Yeah, the baseball so put guy Tug McRaw up. phase one and uh, it'll come up. Yeah. Man, I was tight when I lost my iPod. I had uh, Language Arts Volume 2. I actually bought it. on. And back then when you lost iTunes, yeah. like when you, when you didn't have the account, you lost all the music that you purchased. I don't even think it. that's online anymore, Volume 2. No, it's so not. So you got to have like a hard, you got to have a physical copy. And Volume 1 was never online. Volume 1? That, I think, I, no, yeah. I discovered you in two, so I don't know if I ever even heard one. Yeah, one I think we did. I did with uh, Double Edge. I think it was 2006, I think, when that dropped. I think so. I, I think I think you dropped that before we met. 
Yeah. That was old, old album. My first one. The Appetizer. Hmm. Yep. Crazy old. I don't, even, I don't even sound like the same person anymore. 2005, probably. Seen some things since then. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. For sure, for sure. Well, all right, man. Thank you for listening. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to another episode of I Will Not Lose Podcast. To support the show, visit IWillNotLosePodcast.com. You can subscribe to your favorite podcast player. Share the episode link. Leave a comment. Your contribution is greatly appreciated. And if you're listening in and can't see the QR code for donation, go to tothedesigner.com slash links, and there's instructions to donate up there. Thanks so much. 